Dennis the Dagger. Sports Talk with the Squad. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the second episode of Sports Talk with the Squad. I'm Vincent. I'm Anthony. And I'm Nick. And Jeremy, unfortunately, he had um, unknown business this week, so he will not be able to make it. Yes, so... We we'll try to get him on in the future though. So um, we have a lot to talk about today though. We yes. have the the NBA playoffs have started. Very interesting games so far oh, yeah. in college sports. A lot of shocking commitments. Then the NHL, the MLB, and the NFL. So first off, the NBA. So the Blazers, they they are they're putting on a show against the Lakers, but unfortunately. Yeah. Lillard and Collins got injured, which may that affect them. They're done. They're, mm-hmm. They don't really have a chance without Lillard. They don't have a chance without one of their players because that Zach disrupts the chemistry. And yes. even that, but then Dame goes down. Now, who do you have as your like your star? You don't really have a yes. name. You don't have somebody that again. The mm-hmm. Lakers. Everybody loves the Lakers for some reason. So. I yeah, I mean, um, Dame, he's still planning on playing through the injury, which is really... Which is really good. Yeah, yeah, but that that he's a lot... He's obviously risking uh, another oh, yeah. injury, but, like, with his team down 2-1, two, two to one, it's, like, anything helps at this point. But, um, yeah, <laughs> CJ McCollum and Melo, they're both going to have to step up and play a big, sure. bigger roles without Zach Collins. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Zach Collins is kind of that hidden gem on the Blazers team. Yeah, the underrated player. He's a very great player. It's just nobody cares about him because he's not a star. Yeah. I mean, getting Nurkic back for this final stretch was uh, big. He's a a great center. So, um, (laughs) last night there was a really interesting game against... for, For the Rockets versus the Thunder. I mean... It went into overtime. James yeah, Harden fell out, and the Thunder just went on a huge run. So. Oh yeah, they went on a twelve-hour run in overtime. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Chris Paul went off absolutely. Like. Yeah, he carried that team over. Absolutely. He really, t- he really took over. Yes. Which honestly, it's not really good for the Thunder organization because they're in a position where they should be tanking. Yeah. Winning playoff games. Well, they, we don't. Well, they don't need to be tanking anymore because they have a ton of playoff. They have a ton of good picks that they got from trades. Yeah, but those picks are from the Lakers. Not the Lakers, sorry, the Clippers, who are going to be a consistent playoff team. No, yeah. they... I think they got... Gave it Nuggets well. But yeah, there yeah. are a bunch of picks that the Thunder have. Yeah, I mean, the Utah Jazz, they're putting on a show against the Nuggets. They're up 2-1 to one in the yeah. series. I mean, I think the Jazz do have what it takes. To win the series. Oh, I, I do as well. Right, right. It's just Mitchell and Gobert. 
they're probably going to be the heart and soul of this team. Say one of them starts has a well, Conley game. as well. Conley's playing great. That's yeah, true. he just got back That's in the true. bubble. So. Those three has a bad game, and that game definitely goes to the Nuggets. Yes. So they have to be at their best in order to win. Yeah, I mean, That's... yeah, I mean the the Nuggets they they really only have one star in Jokic. I mean. I, I wouldn't call Jamal Murray or Michael Porter Jr. a star yet. I would, but they're or definitely Bobo. rising stars. Yeah, they're rising stars, but like, yeah. And the in the Jazz, they all, obviously they have two all stars and Mitchell and Gobert, and the Jazz are in a pretty well position because they have a lot of young talent aside from Conley, but they have a lot of young talent and yes. they could be a championship contender. In and the Nuggets years. are also a very young team, so this yes. is this is a good matchup. Yes, so um, the Clippers and the Mavericks. I mean, we saw um, KP get ejected for pretty much doing nothing. Oh, yeah. That's so and, stupid. And Luca got was, injured. There was somebody that was basically attacking him. Yes, and that, was, they that was Morris. Eject, right. And yeah. they don't eject Morris at all. They don't he was just tech- defending Luca, and he got ejected for... They don't even techie the man. And then yeah. they give KP... For just standing in the middle, uh, in between Marcus Morris and Luca, he gets ejected for it. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, the refs aren't exactly being great in that series. Yeah, the Luke, um, Luca, he got injured. Obviously, it's he's questionable for Game Four. But I'm, I think the Mavericks, if they want to still have a good chance at winning this series. They have to get game four here. Yeah. I mean, they can't let the Clippers have. Get a three-one. They can't let the Clippers win three games in a row. And get this. Oh, yeah, three games, two games no, in a row, and get um, the um. All momentum. They they get three. all the momentum. Yeah. So, I mean, the Clippers. I mean, if like I said last week, if Paul George and Kawhi Leonard play the whole season, they will likely be the one seed. Yep. Absolutely. And they would have much better chemistry. This team would have a lot more, a lot more. Like, hey, let's see if the Clippers can actually get to the conference a lot of Yeah. So heading out oh. to the Eastern Conference. Oh, do you have anything to say? Oh, I just realized that the Celtics and Sixers game just started. Yes, just it now. is. Uh, the so moving on to the East. The Bucks and the Magic. I mean, obviously, really surprising that the Magic won Game One. I and... honestly saw it coming. Like I said in the first episode, I expect the Magic to take a game off them because yeah. it's not like the Bucks are a perfect team, and the Magic are not a bad team anymore. They're pretty good. Yeah. They're yes. not at championship caliber level yet. They're good enough to take a few games off of the best teams in the league. They're just not good enough to consistently beat them. They're yeah. in a very unfortunate position because they don't even have a lottery pick, let alone a very low odds lottery pick. So yes. they don't really have anything. They don't I mean, have Vucevic. He sort of has to take over. I mean, the Magic. Yes. I mean, Mar- I mean, if Markel, I mean Markel Fultz was a huge bust. Obviously, at number one, mainly because of his injuries, but um, honestly, throw. yeah, he hasn't been that bad when he's playing. It's just when he's not playing, he's not playing. Yeah. So you can't that's, really have that. That's a good way to put it. Um. Yeah. So um, 
next matchup, which uh, the Pacers and the Heat. The Heat have a 3 nothing lead in this one. I think this could be a sweep. Um, I think we all expected this to be a really close series, but the Heat have really played well this yeah. year. Oh, Ooh, no. I, I picked this one, Heat in seven. So I think it's... I picked the Pacers here, which is bad. Yeah, I, I mean, we, we all picked, I think we all picked seven this... games. Oh, we all picked seven games. Based on how Warren was doing, I mean, we all thought the Pacers yeah. were going to make some noise, but... But Warren, he's just totally silent in the playoffs. He hasn't played. He's He's still averaging over 17 points, but... He's just not getting as much buzz anymore because, well, he's not averaging 30 points a game anymore. Right. Yeah. I mean, the he, um, Butler, I think he's underrated. He's he's oh another God. very underrated he's all-star. Oh, yeah, he's still underrated. I mean, if the, if the 76ers have had kept Butler instead of letting him go, I think the 76ers would be in a much better position right now. Yeah. Yeah, that brings us to the 76ers yeah. versus the Celtics. I mean, Celtics, a 3 0 lead is obviously pretty surprising. Because, yeah. I mean, of course, the yeah. 76ers don't have Ben Simmons, but I think they're better than okay. going down 3 0 to the Celtics. Right. The Celtics are not a bad team either. Yes. They're not, the, they're not, they're definitely a really good team, but I don't think they deserve to sweep the 76ers in the first round. Yeah. Yeah, it's very clear who is the better team, yes. but it's not. I really don't think it's sweet level material, yeah. honestly. I mean, the Seventy Sixers, they're obviously um, pretty much running everything through Joel Embiid because that's their only good player. Oh yeah, they have to. But Harris and Richardson, they're both playing pretty well. I mean, Shake Milton, he's not doing bad, not doing good either. But he's not doing too bad. Uh, yeah, so um. Next matchup, another three to zero lead. I mean, the East is full of three zero leads at this point. The Raptors and the Nets. I mean, I'm not surprised. It's a three zero lead right now. No, not surprised. Yeah. The Nets have nobody. Yeah, I mean, Karis Levert's their best player right now. I mean, what if... about Jordan? What about DeAndre? DeAndre, he's. I I still think Levert is be- is going to be better than DeAndre. DeAndre. Yeah. I'm. Yeah, I mean. In the 2015, uh, uh, so in 2015, I think um, CBS Sports or somebody did a, a prediction of what the top 20 players would be in 2020, and they had DeAndre Jordan at number 16. Oh, that's hey, fine. They had Dragon Bender at number 19, so. What is wrong? I mean, it's 2015, I mean, I don't know. But um, the Raptors, they've been playing really well without Kawhi. I mean, Nick Nurse, coach of the year, he's done a great job this season after losing a superstar and still being able to get his team to a 3-0 first-round lead. That is huge. I mean, Nurse, he came from being a really unknown assistant coach to one of the best coaches in the league at this point, I feel like. Alright, so, I mean, the NBA draft lottery was decided on Thursday. I mean, I mean the oh, Hornets, yeah. they, they they got lucky and moved up. The Knicks yeah, got lucky and moved down. I, mean, I feel like the Knicks and the um, Pistons, they both get so unlu- unlucky they every single year. I mean, I mean, the Knicks from first moved down to third last year. Well, and this year, got screwed. 
honestly. Yeah. Because I mean, the, the pistons. Yeah. Nothing. The Knicks yeah, I mean, deserve nothing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, having the seventh yeah. pick would be better for the Knicks. Well, it, it'd be so much better yeah. for the Knicks because Killian Hayes would likely still be on the board at number seven. That's oh, yeah. been one of the best point guards in the draft. I mean, the Pistons, they also need a point guard because Bruce Brown is right. in line to be their starter next season. That's not going to – that's not saying much. So yeah. they need a point guard from this draft. And I think if Lamella – I think Lamello and – um. Anthony Edwards, they're both going to be off the board at seven. Well, they're oh, yeah. so I think Killian. But that drives me crazy. Best. Many people, many predictions have one of those two players going all the way down to eight. Yes. Like no, that's not going to happen. Teams aren't that stupid. I would think that that would go in the top yes. three, but say that doesn't happen. There's five other teams in between. Yeah. Yeah. Be honest, so, but I'm going to be honest. The Hornets are, I'm, I'm honestly going to guess right now, they're not taking Lamella if he falls. Because the LeVar might not want him in Charlotte, which is a huge problem. He'd have to be traded immediately because LeVar always gets what he wants, no matter what. Yeah. I mean, being a Knicks fan, it's tough to watch. I mean, you can see the poster in the background, but... Mm-hmm. It's just hard to watch the Knicks get unlucky year after year. I mean, last time they had the eighth pick, they drafted a f- the f- the French guy, the Frank guy, and um, uh, I mean, of course, yeah, of course, Killian Hayes is also French, but like he's, I think he's better than Frank, obviously. But um, I mean, the la- uh, the Knicks had the eighth pick. Back in Steph Curry's era, and Steph Curry, he he really wanted to go to the Knicks, so he literally rejected workouts from other teams, only to get drafted seventh. And mm-hmm. and it, I swear, it's, it's something. If Lamelo Ball, the Knicks' top target right now, if that happens with Lamelo, I bet you the Pistons are going to be the one that ruins the party and drafts him at seventh. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh, another thing I didn't understand from last from the draft from the lottery. So, basically, the Knicks went down to eight, and then Rachel Nicholas comes out and says, So, the Knicks pick eighth. So, that means the Bulls and the Hornets are in the top three. There's top, top four. How? How does the math work out like that? Yeah, How can you guarantee that? And even worse, she was right. That's. So she probably invented some kind of time machine. This draft lottery is. Yeah, weird. I mean the Spurs. They're probably twenty. The same thing happened yeah. last year. The same thing happened last yes. year. I believe it was one team. I forget who it was. That was real. That a really good on. Maybe the Pistons. They dropped all the way down to some random pick, and then boom! For some reason, the Pelicans of the Grizzlies are in the top four now. I don't know how it just happens. What the heck is wrong with the NBA draft? Uh, I- I mean, uh, Knicks fans are here saying that Ad- well, Knicks and Pistons fans are here saying that Adam Silver rigs it every year. So, oh, so why the, would he rig it for the Charlotte Hornets? I mean, why would he rig it for the Warriors? I mean, if why would he rig it for the Hornets? No, if he wanted to make this a fair league, he would rig it so the Warriors wouldn't get the second pick if he wanted to make it fair. Right, exactly. In- instead, I don't know. But um, the Spurs. Exactly. And everything. Why would you screw over one of your biggest markets? Yeah. Why would you do that? I mean, the sp- there's no reason. The Spurs, they missed the playoffs for the first time in 22 years. So the 
So Spurs fans are probably like sitting in front of the TV, like thinking, They're "What like, the heck? What is this thing? Yeah, hey, what, 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 what the heck is this lottery? I mean, it's... what's this thing?" Yeah. Because they're not used to watching this. Kind of interesting. They're used to watching the playoffs. I mean. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, here's my full mock draft, I guess. Well, just not full, but like the lottery no, mock just, draft. No, just just put a link somewhere in the um, the caption. Yes, please. I will put a link in the <laughs> caption. So, please. So the first don't pick, don't my prediction is the. The Timberwolves will obviously take Anthony Edwards. They have Russell already, so they wouldn't really need a point guard. So, Edwards, he's an ideal shooting guard. I mean, he obviously he has the ability to play the point guard position, but he's a better fit at shooting guard, and, and that would be a really good backcourt. Mm-hmm. And with Towns on that team, I think they would be a playoff um, contender next season. Mm-hmm. So with the second pick, I have the Warriors taking James Wiseman, because the the only missing piece on this Warriors team is a true center. I mean, Kevin Looney, he's he's good, but I think he's maybe not starter level. He's yet. not starting material. But Wiseman, he's a really good center who is a top recruit that obviously had a lot of punishment due to taking money to go to Memphis yeah. and obviously quit the team and worked for the draft himself. So the Warriors, if they don't trade away this pick, they're they're gonna be my um championship favorites next season. Yeah. Do you think that they're actually gonna not they think they're actually gonna trade this and pick? They will. I I believe they'll trade the pick, but they likely um, will. Really? I don't think they will. Yeah. I don't think no, I saw work. I saw somebody I saw somebody a uh, Hornets fan post. Should the Hornets move up if the Warriors try and trade away their pick? Why would they move up? What would that do? What, what the heck is wrong with you? We have what, what, there what are three do? good. There are three really good players in this draft. We're in the top three, so no matter what, we're getting one. Yeah. Why? Why would you move up one? I mean, spot? it's not like the Warriors are gonna take Lamelo. I I think the moving up one spot already is a huge problem. Yes. Now you may know that we live in New York. Now, but now you know that Anthony is a Charlotte Hornets fan. How does this happen? I do not know. <laughs> yeah. So the moving on to the Hornets with the third pick, I think they take Lamelo Ball because the Hornets, yeah. Rozier, he's obviously he's um, not a bad player. He's not a bad player. He he deserves a. He's not a good one. He's not a good. He deserves player. a starting job, but like I doubt he. I, I doubt the Hornets will want to hold on to Rozier long term anymore if they draft. Because of that contract, and Jesus Christ! But nobody's gonna accept the trade. For that contract. Yes. Now the thing is, we're gonna, we're gonna want Devonte still. Yeah, so Devonte Graham. He's he's been really good this season, and starting Graham and Ball in the backcourt could be a still good salty about him not getting most improved, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> no, we, no, we're not. With the fourth pick, the Bulls. I think they get Danny Abdija. I mean, they're he's a very very good playmaker from Israel, and. He's the Bulls are in one of the biggest messes in the league right now. They fired Boylan. They they're having financial issues, and they mm-hmm. they have a starting lineup of young players. And adding Abdija here, I think Abdija he's the best player on the board at number four right yeah. now for me. Yeah, I mean you could make a case for Obi Toppin to be the best player on the board as well, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, 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 
Vigia. I, I can't pronounce it. Yeah, it's a weird name. So next team, I for the Cleveland Cavaliers, I think they take Obi Toppin because it'd be really dumb. It'd be really it'd be, dumb not to. Yeah, it'd be really dumb to take a guard like Killian Hayes or somebody at number five, especially because they drafted Colin Sexton and Darius Garland with their past two drafts. They're playing really well. It's just nobody cares because small market team. Yes. And, yeah, I mean, the Kevin Love, his contract is another a big one that they would really like to get rid of. He's he's one of the highest paid power forwards in the league. Mm-hmm. And he's I, I don't he's even think okay. he's all-star he's level not anymore. Up to his yeah, also Andre Drummond, he's he's not playing really up to his contract either. So, um I think taking Obi Toppin would be a great piece in this um Cavs rebuild they're in. So yeah. if if you guys want to read the or if you're a um, predictionist who is specializes in these things, he drops all the way down to eight for some yeah. reason. I mean, so if you guys want to read the full lock draft, you guys can go to the link in the description and read it. So caption. yeah, link in the caption, whatever. Same thing. <laughs> so the rest of the mock draft. And um, moving on here. So now the college sports. So I think we're going to talk about college basketball first because we had a sh- very... My favorite Yes, part. we had a very, very, very shocking we commitment for Paulo Banchero to Duke. Have fun. Duke was getting... So, um, yeah, Duke was getting little to no buzz for Banchero. Yeah, yeah I know. Like, I did... I legit didn't think he was going to go anywhere near Duke. He even had a visit to Syracuse. You don't commit to Duke after you have a visit to Syracuse. Oh, you don't yeah. do that. He, if there's fans this season, wait till... Well, next season. Wait till Banchero comes to the Carrier Dome. Just, it's going to be fun. Yeah, I mean, oh, if, I mean the fans would be paying dude. $200 for their tickets. Oh, they better be going up. Yeah. They're paying $200 oh, they're for, like... One ticket at a basic yeah. game. Personally, my personally my prediction for Banchero was to Kentucky at this point because I feel like Washington just started yeah, started to lag behind, and the while the Vols were gaining because well, they got Chandler, and obviously obviously exactly. they took an official visit together back in I don't remember what month, but um, yeah, me yeah I think it was January or something, but yeah. Yeah, the next one of the next big recruits on the board, we have Jabari Smith. I right now, yes. if I were to drop a crystal ball about this, I'd pick Auburn because. Yeah, I would kind of say probably Auburn, yeah. maybe Alabama, maybe but that I mean, would be huge. Who, though. Alabama I mean, if any commit, they've gotten they have a lot of interest in these higher level yes. commits, and they don't get any of them because they're higher level commits and they don't want to go to Alabama. Yes, yeah. so. If they get Jabari Smith, that would be huge for them. They could probably get some decommits and then commits to them. Maybe, I don't know, but that could start getting the ball rolling for Alabama. Auburn, kind of the same deal. I mean, they haven't really gotten any Southeastern recruits, especially from the state of Alabama. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, maybe he goes to Georgia, like Anthony Edwards. But I don't think he does. I think he's going to go to Auburn. Yeah, I mean, the interesting thing is how Vanderbilt – is always the bottom of the SEC, 
but they can produce oh, yeah. lottery picks. I mean, obviously Garland, he was from Vanderbilt. This this year, Aaron, the Aaron guy, I, for, I forget his last name, but he's from yeah, yeah. Uh, Vandy as well. They always find a way to nab some high-level Yeah, I would personally and say that we're all back. Because they're from a big city, that's probably why. They're from a, a very big city, a very good city, obviously. I mean, of yeah. course, Memphis also benefits from being a big city. Yeah. And... I say my thinking here is it's going to come down to the But by that logic... And if it comes down to the coaches, first of all, there's less power forwards. Yes. He's in position in Auburn, so he would be more favored in Auburn. Yes. But also, our coach is really good. Yes. He's a really good coach. Yeah. So I yeah. think he's going to go to Auburn. Yes. And he also spends a lot of time in Florida, apparently. Mm-hmm. So uh, another big recruit we have is Charles Bediaco. He's a sender from Canada, and right now there's no crystal balls in for him yet, but he did release his final ten, I believe. Oh, what were they? I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't get this news, so you, you can tell me what the top ten are. Yes, uh, I think... So, Bediaco, he's obviously going to be a, a huge recruit for anyone. He's like... He's a top twenty-five recruit that could be really good. I mean, he's a right. seven-footer. So what are the top ten? What are the top ten? I'm checking that right top. now. Uh, so he's got Memphis, Alabama, Texas, Baylor, Maryland, Duke, Tennessee, Michigan, and Ohio State. Oh, and USC in his top ten schools. So okay, that's all around the country. Yeah, that's literally um, from. Well, he's from Canada, so. Yeah, interesting. I mean, he's got an interesting list of schools. Two SEC schools, um, a a Big Ten school, a, a, a two Big Ten schools, three Big Ten schools. Uh, I, I, I could see Memphis. I could see Duke. I could see Maryland. I can also see all these teams going for Betty Aka right here. Yeah, honestly. Like, it's... When you have ten choices, it's hard to nail one down. Yes, it's really yeah. hard. Yeah. Uh, Alright, my crystal ball, way too early crystal ball, that will definitely be wrong. There's Chris Maryland. Maryland. There's a crystal ball that's yeah, I thought Memphis. Um, I told you, it will definitely be wrong. Somebody Honestly, put a crystal ball for um, Alabama. Oh, okay. So, really? So. You're thinking Alabama, Anthony? No. I th- no. I think, I, I, personally, I am thinking Memphis on this one. But that'd be interesting, because we just gotta see. What Muda Sis does, because I think he committed to Memphis. He reclassified yeah. and committed to Memphis. I mean, if he goes to the M, I, I believe Muda. He's he's twenty twenty class, I believe. So um, yes. If he goes pro, I think Bet Bediaco would like to come to Memphis. But if he doesn't go pro and they start Sis and Bediaco, that's going to be dangerous for whoever plays him. I personally so, would say Duke. Because the the bitter bigger program, better program overall. Yeah. Than all these other ones. Yeah. Maybe Ohio State and maybe Tennessee. Because maybe they're playing the I don't know where he's had visits to either. Yeah. That that's kinda big. Although then again, Van Sure didn't get a visit to Duke. He even got a visit to Syracuse, so then <laughs> Very, no. very interesting. So next big recruit, Harrison Ingram. He received, so um, his top 10 schools were back in May, but I believe he um, cut it down to six, I believe, a few weeks ago. Yeah. 
So his six currently is North Carolina, Stanford, Michigan, Purdue, Howard, and Harvard. The Harvard? Does, does that say Harvard? Oh. Yeah, I think that says Harvard. Uh, yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, I mean, he must be a pretty smart... Yeah, but it does say Harvard. Must be a pretty smart dude, then. Yeah, that, that's exactly what, uh, what I was about to say. I mean. Oh, there's Stanford and Harvard? Yeah, yeah, he's... Howard must, is he's... still... Right. Howard is still... This seems pretty easy to me. I think Howard, I mean, obviously, um, McCurr Maker and possibly Mikey Williams are going to go there. Harris, if if Harrison Ingram follows those two guys, Howard could be a Final Four contender. I'm just, I'm just gonna leave that in the air. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that is that is a Cinderella. It's, right it's just loyal to Chicago enough, plus. I, I... <laughs> it's loyal to Chicago plus. Yes, I agree with. Yes, that is the old. That yes, just yes. Um, I don't think it's gonna happen though. I think yeah. he's going to Stanford. Stanford is a great mix of excellent academics sports. and excellent yeah, sports. Same with, the, same with North Carolina, though. North Carolina is a pretty That's good true. academic. That's true, but I don't think he's no. that interested in North, North Carolina. I mean, that'd be pretty interesting if... That see, would be. Yeah, to see him go to North Carolina. But I think, I think out of interest, I think, I, I want him to go to Harvard. Just to see. The, the Howard offer just came in by the end of... Yes. Near the end of August. I, I kind of want to go to Harvard. That so, would I don't just know. be amazing to see. If he goes to Harvard, that is, uh, that's gonna be, he's he's that's gonna be his MB, his talent is oh, gonna well, be I questioned can, I, I if he goes to Harvard because well you're not gonna be playing as good opponents in the Ivy League and obviously the he can't if he gets injured or anything and and also yeah, he, can't deal with Howard. He can't. You know? If he gets injured or anything, he can't get a fifth year of eligibility. He can't register because I he he's gonna have to grad transfer. Which I mean, right. a, according but, to Purdue yeah, coach yeah. Matt Painter, transfers don't get drafted. So, right. And another thing though, Harvard is the yes. Ivy League. The Ivy League has canceled all. Oh, same with actually no. Harrison so Ingram, he's a twenty twenty one recruit, so coronavirus would barely affect him. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. So I think. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm yeah. So uh, he's obviously very. He's got a very interesting. Um, uh, yeah, final six. He, again, he's he's all over the country again. Cause. Yeah. Yeah. Stanford, Harvard. You got, got Howard. I believe he, in Nevada. Howard is in you Washington D.C. I think. Carolina. But uh. Oh, it's right. They are. I mean, it, I mean, so he's at Stanford, which is in California. Yeah. So, what do you guys think about the number one recruit in twenty twenty one class, oh, Chet Holmgren? Yeah. I, I think he's gonna go to Minnesota because he's from Minnesota. I'm so gonna leave that in the air. Yeah. yeah. Gonzaga might be a dark horse to land him as well. I mean, yeah. Hang on, I gotta yes. check his... uh, Apparently, I... Auburn is in the mix, and Purdue is in the mix as well. But Patrick Baldwin Jr. He got a crystal ball to Duke, I believe. Uh, there's Jabari Smith is still uncommitted. Yeah. Uh, oh, Caleb Houston is another Tennessee target. Um, currently, he's his warms are Arizona, Duke, Gonzaga, and Oregon. I mean, he's from Florida, so he's well. well he's from Montverde. Yeah. 
this is a really good basketball school. Then Har- Jalen Hardy, he's got a, I believe he's got a crystal ball for Kentucky. Then uh, Nathan Biddle, another five star. He's got Oregon. Michael Foster's got Georgia. So yes, that is uh, very good. So I think we believe. I believe we have some top twenty fives to do as well. Yes, we do indeed. So um, if I'll actually I'll start. I'll start with CFB. So college football. Let me just start with my uh, college football title. Go right ahead. Let me just pull it up. All right, so at 25, I have Appalachian State. Oh, yeah. Now, I think this is a top 25 team. And also, we're probably going to have a pretty good record because opponents. And um, 24, I have Pitt. Pitt. I have Pitt. Interesting. As much as this pains me to hear say as a Syracuse fan, I think Pitt's going to be really Pitt, good this Pitt, year. Pitt, Yes, Pitt. Definitely. And uh, Baylor, falling off a lot from last year. But I still think they're going to crack the top 25 at 23. I have plenty of questions. I'm looking at the ESPN people and who received votes. How did Tulane and SMU receive votes, period? Al- along with Louisiana. Oh, SMU. They both, SMU they both got more votes yes. than Pittsburgh. Yes. And also, Air Force got so, um, votes. I don't know how that happened. Anyways. Yes. I'll probably put Tennessee as 25. I think they're going to be really good this year. Thank you. You're very welcome. I think they're. I look at this and see you later because I had them higher up. All right. Uh, twenty-two Florida State. I think the um, I forget their new coach's name, but I think he's gonna do a good job. Uh, Kentucky. Again, pretty decent team again this year. Miami, probably bounce back year for them. Wait, I have a question. Um, Is this only conferences yeah. that are playing this year? No. Okay. Okay, I don't good. think so. so I'm like, because I, I, I would not have Kentucky play. in top 25. Just to put that out there. Actually, let me check my list. Oh, yeah, it is only teams oh. that are playing. Then, yes, Kentucky does deserve to be in the top 25. Yeah. Um, 19, Louisville? Louisville. Wait, there's um, only going to be like cards... 25 teams playing. We're just ranking the whole league. No, no, uh, there's... Uh, there's like three hundred. There's like <coughs> there's like a hundred and nine D or something. Cause we're gonna count all the group of five conferences and. Uh, the group of five is all playing except for the stupid Mac. Right. Uh, back to the top twenty-five. Virginia Tech at eighteen. I think they're gonna have a decent year. Uh, Iowa State. I think they're gonna crack the top twenty, make it in at seventeen. Vincent, you're gonna like this. I have Tennessee at sixteen. Ooh. Well, that's actually one spot lower than CBS, but whatever. Huh. Uh, I have UCF at UCF. 15. I think they're going to uh, bounce back here. Very motivated to play way better than last year. I think mm-hmm. they can do it. Uh, same thing with Memphis as a group of five school. They're going to need to um, step it up. Right. Um, 14, Memphis. Um, I don't know what to say, but like. Memphis. Memphis. Uh, and the people rest, no, no description at all. Because you just speed this up. Uh, 13 Cincy, 12 UNC, 11 Texas, 10 Oklahoma State, 9 Texas A&M, 8 Auburn, 7 Notre Dame, uh, 6 LSU, 
They're in the top five. I mean, I'm actually going to do it normally now. Uh, Florida. Um, I, never mind. Uh, Florida, Georgia, Oklahoma, Alabama. Florida ahead of um, LSU. Yeah. I, I, that's, I mean, LSU just lost Kerry Vincent Jr. Because he, he decided not to play, yeah. and now they have only have two starters left out of 22. They have two starters left. So, yeah, yeah I, I can see where it goes with that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, when do you want to go? So, so I had 25 as Tennessee. I'll put Virginia Tech at 24. Um, 23, Boise State. I think they're going to have a good year. Yeah, but they always year. really end up in the top 25, so it's not really a great year for them. 22, I have Baylor. Really? Because I think that they're going to have a bounce back year this year. Mm-hmm. They're going to play for their lost coach, Matt Rule, I think. Um, oh, 21, I'll put in UCF. I'll just go fast now. 20, North Carolina. 19, Utah. 18, USC. 17, Oklahoma State. 15, Texas. 14, Minnesota. 13, Michigan. 12, Texas A&M. 11, I'll put Notre Dame in there. I think they're not gonna have a great season. Um, ten. Auburn. Nine. Oregon. Eight. Penn State. I think they're gonna have an okay year for them, but not playoffs like always. Um, seven. I have LSU. Six. I have Florida. And fifth, I have Oklahoma. In fourth, I have Georgia, because I think Kirby Smart is going to pull a grab out of his hat this year. Um, third, I have Alabama, because it's Alabama. Second, I have Ohio State, because Justin Fields. And number one, I have Clemson, because everybody else does. That's a good way to put it. Clemson, because everybody else does. Like, That's very, very yeah. nice. So... So, um, Vincent, you should do, um, your CFB Top 25 in a separate yes, post. Yes, I will do it in a separate post, but, um... Yeah. And me and Anthony will also release ours on CFB.Legend. Go ahead, drop a follow on that, as well as Vols.Enzo. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, next, moving on. So, we have the NHLs. So... Yes. I'm gonna leave. Yes, this. he will leave this so, one because I yes, know nothing yeah. about the NHL. Correct. So, um, Vegas. So these are the biggest six, and I think I omitted two because I we did the script earlier before the final three. So, um, Vegas, Tampa, Colorado, Dallas, Philly, and Boston advance. Now the Philly, the Philly, uh, Montreal thing. That was a really good series. I think the Habs probably may they may have been able to extend it to seven. Probably I don't think they would have won that. If they could have extended it to seven. Just get the pucks in deep, and that's all I had to do. Just that's all. I, really, that's it. Um, um, 
Boston, Carolina, that series should have been longer. I mean, honestly, Boston, it just kind of like in Rocket. If you guys, if you guys play Rocket League, you'll understand the the um thing about fifty fifties. Ball can go either way. Sometimes one team wins every single fifty fifty, and that's just what happened in this series. Boston just won every single puck, and then that. How do you win against a team like that? It just seemed like they wanted it more. It seemed like the Hurricanes didn't even care. Yeah. After they beat, after they absolutely manhandled the, the Rangers. Rangers. But it should be yeah. interesting who they're playing in the second round. Yeah. Yes. That will be very now. Um, Colorado, Colorado versus um, Arizona. I have some thoughts on this oh, one. Okay. Arizona, where were you the entire series? Um, Honestly. the first two, the first two games they did pretty good, but. But then they just, they the last two games, they decided to not show up. They just fell completely apart. They got picked apart by the Avalanche. We all knew the Avs were going to win the series. So I'm not the part that they yes. lost and they won. But come on, Coyotes. Just just, just actually play. Yeah. yeah yes. I mean... yes. I mean, they got Brazil in the last two games of the series. That is not the way to go out. At all, you get the way you go out is at least try, yeah. at least try. So, um, Tampa versus Columbus. That first game went to I'm gonna like eight periods. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was eight periods. Eight periods. Yeah, it was like the Jesus watch. Christ, I believe Seth Jones played for over an hour. And then, in that and then, great point. That's got to be a player. Scored the game winner. That was a really fun game yeah. to watch. I watched almost all of it. And then Columbus. They scared me. I thought they were. I thought they were going to take the series after that. I yeah. And then the yeah. lightning just came. And was like, nah, you ain't one of the. John Cooper finally decided to motivate this team to motivate these kids to actually do something. Good work. And guess what? 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 It worked. They destroyed. Sorry, what was that, Vincent? No, I, I was just cheering because why not? Uh, um, Vegas. Who did they play against? They. Played um, the Blackhawks, sir. Oh, I read the Blackhawks. I mean, See, nobody cares. Um, the Blackhawks. Vegas. Um, pretty uneventful series. The Vin- yeah, the Knights. They, they just won. ousted them in every way they, they could. Yeah, um, they just Canucks lose. So yeah, Canucks lose. That was a good one. Oh yeah, that was it was like game. back and forth between destroying everyone. Like the Blues destroyed Someone... the Canucks, and the Canucks destroyed the Blues. And in Game Six. The Every Bruce just decided, like that you know, we're knowledge. just not going to play anymore. We're just not going to play. We've already lost this series somehow, even though we can come well, back no, and win it. Well, no, actually what happened was exactly the same as the um, Boston-Carolina thing. Right. Every single game, one team won every 50. Right. And then they just win the game. The Canucks just won more. Just like the, and at least the Blues didn't lose every game and they that they had in the bubble. So good for them, I guess. Yes. So I believe we're amending a series, and I forgot which one that is because I'm um, stupid and I didn't have time to do the script. Oh, Isles Caps, yeah, that was good. Um, so the Caps, the just Caps kind of fell their apart. Own head coach, their old head coach, like yeah. won them the cup. I'm not surprised. That, that's gonna hurt. I had the, I had a the fairly Isles uneventful series, series because actually. the Isles were playing good, and the Caps they didn't seem to be playing good during the round robin round. Yes. So I had the option. This was a very physical series. This is a very physical series. It was a hard-fought series. It was kind of like um, the Coyotes I'm just kidding. series. Very physical, but yeah. the underdog won. In six. Yes. Um, so, um, 
on to the second round. Who do you think will make the biggest upset here? Who do you think will make a huge upset here? It could be the Canucks. I, yes, I could also see the Canucks beating the Knights in By the six, way, um, in case you didn't know, the Stars beat the Avalanche in game one. Yes, Which... I know. I saw that. The Stars also another potential upset. Yeah, that's another. Oh, really looked kind of dangerous against the Habs. So that, I don't know, maybe they lose to the Islanders. Yeah, they look kind of shaky against the Habs, which you really shouldn't be going, keeping the series close against a team that got swept in the season series by the Red Wings. The Red Wings. Yeah. How do you... You don't want to. You don't want to even lose a game against the Red Wings, let alone lose the season series, let alone get swept in the season series. So I don't oh, know yeah. how you did that, but congratulations, you beat them. And you still win the playoffs. They made the first round. So um, on to the NFL. Yeah, the NFL's been interesting. Something we can talk yeah, about. So yeah. So um, so I heard some news. That Kamara is likely to get an extension. Yeah, I mean, it's soon. his rookie contract. So how long do you think that's going to be? How long do you think this extension will? Last? I don't think he's going to be willing to go too long yet. This could set the tone for many future contract negotiations. I mean, he's not gonna. He's not gonna go full Pat Mahomes to sign ten years. Obviously, he's yes. not that level uh, yet. Yes. But, um... Now, obviously, I think he's gonna get. Maybe like a four-year, maybe a five-year contract. Yeah, he could. With, I mean, probably he's gonna pay a lot because that. Remember, he's a fourth. He was a fourth third round, pick. round, I believe. So they signed him to a fourth-round pick contract. I think it was third round and actually. Then... I don't know. Oh yeah, right. It was third round. Yeah. Same. Well, thing. I I know all my Tennessee players. Okay. Yes. Yes. I know my Tennessee players as well. <laughs> don't argue me on that. So um. And our, some other news. Ngakwe is rumored to be traded very soon. So where do you think he's going? And for what? I think he's going to... I don't I don't really know, but I think he's going to go for a second-round pick. Yeah. Which means probably a lower-tier team. Yeah. And um, actually, the more to think about it, the Jets probably would be the best fit for a trade partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, um, um, what are your guys' thoughts? Where do you think he's going? Um, that's a good idea. Get something done real quick. Yeah, I, 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 I have no idea. Where do you think? I have no idea where he's going because I don't really do much NFL except watch the games, know all the best players, and play fantasy. Exactly. That's exactly I mean, what I do. I, I think. I mean, let's do a quick fantasy update here. This podcast, we're just oh, yeah. gonna do our fancy league updates. I mean, if you ever want to see the standings in the midseason, you could just DM us, and we I can screenshot them to you or something. Oh yeah, and it's also open to the public, the league, so the random people from NFL Fantasy could view the league. So you guys, if you guys want to do that, it's, we're perfectly fine with it. But I mean, the um, yep. yeah. I mean, our fantasy. So league, do you guys think Clowney is going to get signed? I don't know. Um, I don't think he is. It, it, I isn't he the one that made that happen. giant tackle against Michigan? Um, I, I think know. it was. He, he, he was from South Carolina, right? Yeah. He's the one yes, who, like, made the giant tackle. 
Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. So, that was uh, fun to watch. I have no I, idea. I, I don't even remember that really well. But yeah, it was... still, let's get into questions. Oh, yeah, why not? Let's let's question. You guys. So, let's do, do, do you want to ask your questions first, and I'll, I can ask mine? Yes. Yeah, like four questions. Yes. What are some underrated NFL wide receivers? So, um, I'm not that too, I'm not that much into NFL, but I think some underrated wide receivers are. Well, I would say Denzel Mims, but he's out. So <laughs> Justin um, Jefferson, I think he'll be a really good. Yeah, Justin team. Jefferson. Yeah. Jalen Rigor. And that question is from uh, Joey P006. Yes, he's. Um, updated Lakers Blazers prediction from uh, Enzo Ebrods. By the way, congratulations, Enzo, on going to UConn. Hope you're having fun there. Mm-hmm. And um, I, st- I think the Lakers are going to win. Duh. <laughs> yes, I believe. I, I agree 100%. With the Blazers is Five, maybe six. Maybe six. Yeah, I'll go with six games. Yes. Another question from Enzo. Uh, fantasy football sleepers. Fantasy football sleepers. Um, I think Henderson, my, Darnell Henderson, is going to be a my whole team of the Browns running whole team because Cam Cam yeah, Akers is a rookie. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. They don't. They want to test him out, you know. But they they need a veteran to come in there and play more minutes. And that's exactly what Henderson's going to do. And if he shines. When he's going to get a starting job, more points for you. Oh, well, more points so, for you, um, actually, because there is... Yeah, that's right. I have Well, it. okay. Well, when you said you, you had the best <laughs> running back core, uh, I, I disagree. <laughs> yeah, I disagree. I, I didn't say I had... I didn't say all okay, that. you didn't say you had the best? I said I had a okay, good Because I disagree with that, because... You're talking to the person yeah, that has Alvin Kamara, Austin Eckler, and Leonard you Fournette. Have, so right, right. you have too good a running back core. You literally have you literally have to decide which one you're going right, to start, right. and which one. No. Not well, going actually, to start. actually, the, they're all starting because they're all starting because one's at the flex, the other two are at the running back position. All right, one of those is flex. I mean, flex. my wide receivers, um, I've, they're not very good, but I guess it makes up. Yes. So, um, yeah. Um, so, favorite college team? Syracuse. I live in Tennessee. So, I have to say Syracuse. The University of Tennessee. Tennessee. Huh? Wow, that's surprising. A person with a falls. You mean the losers to Georgia State? Is Tennessee? With the Tennessee virtual background right now. (laughs) (laughs) You mean the losers to Georgia State background? Okay, we don't need to talk about that. (laughs) I'm sorry, I had to bring it up. I'm sorry. All right, so, okay, these are the questions I got, so... Um, Can you make the Paolo Banchero background? Oh, Paolo Banchero. <laughs> I, I, I might have to do a jersey swap and swap him into a, I don't know, Gardner-Webb jersey or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, yes. I, I, as right. long as he, he so. doesn't go to the SEC, I'll be fine, because Tennessee's no, probably not going to play Duke in the next... Keep him out of here. We don't yeah. want him. If he's not going to Tennessee, he's not going to go to Kentucky. Yeah, I really want to Kennedy Shaler versus Banchero. Oh, man, that'd be awesome. All right, oh. so my questions I got. Questions. So the from Shroppy going low, the best ball out of all sports. So out of all sports, I mean the best ball out of all sports. Kennedy Shaler. 
Yeah, I, I'd like to say probably one of the five star freshmen in Tennessee uh, basketball, either uh, Kian Johnson or Jaden Springer. They're probably very talented. I could see Yves Pons being up there. I mean, on the football side, Jarrett Garantano, obviously. Obviously, tr- Kennedy. Uh, <laughs> obviously, Trey Smith is going to be up there as well. So, yeah. So, next question from Vol Alert. What do you think about Harrison Bailey? I mean, he, he's a he's a four-star freshman quarterback heading into the football program. I think he has a chance to beat Jarrett Garantano out for the starting job. I don't think he's going to start week one against South Carolina because, obviously, I, I don't think you're going to start a freshman on the road at Williams-Brice Stadium. I can tell you that. Yeah. That's not happening. That's not. I mean, Garantano, obviously, he has the most experience. But I could see our other two quarterbacks, uh, JT Shroud and Brian Mauer, transferring out because we have huge quarterback recruits coming in the future. So, obviously, um, Bailey, he hasn't been practicing because he's been quarantined because he's um, a possible COVID exposure. So, that's why he has been quarantined. We haven't been able to see how good he is, actually, against good talent, but I think he has a really good chance at beating JG out for the starting job. So next question from Texans.Enzone. Who is your best QB out of all time? Um, as much as I like to say Peyton Manning, it's not going to be Peyton Manning. No, it's probably Tom Brady. Yeah. No, I could say yeah, Tom Brady. could say, could Tom, say Tom, Brady. Tom Brady. Dan Fouts, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, I think a quarterback who changed. Joe Montana, the game. John Elway. Hell no. Uh, I'm just naming random quarterbacks. Not naming random good quarterbacks. Small Johnny, you need it. Probably Montana, actually. Drew Brees. Montana. Drew Brees is the best quarterback in history now. Yes. Yeah. Former Charger. Terry Bradshaw. I mean, it's not. Uh, I still think he's a great Bradshaw. No, Ken, what was the guy's, what was his last name? Ken, Ken, Ken The Raiders quarterback. Ken Stabler, yeah, Stabler. Ken Stabler, yeah. How did you forget that? What about uh, the... I have no idea. Uh, you can't forget Mason Rudolph. Uh, <laughs> you can never forget... For what he... D- Mason Rudolph. Did you not do that with you, Cameron? <laughs> All right, so... um. Next question. So, if Ole Miss and Tennessee played this season, how do you think it'll go? That one's from Rebels.Enzo. I th- a 100% confidence Tennessee is going to beat Ole Miss. Oh, yeah. I mean, they have a first-year coach and Lane Kiffin. UT wins. Then, then they have more talent. They have a better, well, maybe not a better coach yet, but possibly a better coach. I mean, Link. Wait, are you talking football, football. or basketball? Oh. But I mean, e- e- either way, the Vols will win. You, you have way, to yeah, agree the, that. The Vols are definitely winning basketball. Oh, yeah. It won't even be close. I mean, football. I mean, Lane Kiffin's obviously a former Tennessee coach. And personally, I, I really want to see Lane Kiffin back at Nayland Stadium yeah, playing really against like the Vols. I liked him at FAU. Well, oh, yeah. Well. FAU, FAU had a great season. So next question from Pokestadenzone. Why am I a Tennessee fan? Well, I was born in Knoxville, obviously, and that's pretty much what made me a Tennessee fan. I've lived there for 
I lived there for the first three years of my life before obviously moving to Auburn. And honestly, I I, I was never interested in the Auburn Tigers. Obviously. Obviously. I mean, you got to move from Knoxville to Auburn. That's obviously. That's right. like, that's like. That works. Yeah, no, but our, the house we, where we lived in Auburn, it was within like a half an hour walking distance to Jordan Hare Stadium. Whoa. So obviously, I, I've never been to Jordan Hare, but it was that close. So then obviously I moved to New York, Syracuse, and I've never really liked Syracuse either. But <laughs> well, Syracuse is not likable in terms of football, to be honest, because they don't have any. Syracuse is irrelevant. Dino Babers is not a recruiting coach, and he's also he he led us to one bowl. Of, and I'm I'm gonna you know what? I'll save the red for later. I'll do that. Okay, later. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll do it later. Wait till next episode. You, 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 you can do your Syracuse rant right now. Do it later when Syracuse oh, you're to take this time. It's not not as uh, Yeah, you, we should make a Syracuse diss track right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, we should. Uh, oh, yeah, so... Um, we'll make a separate um, deleted scene about um, the episode just saying what what's wrong with Syracuse football? Yeah, what's wrong with Syracuse football? <laughs> Alright, so um next question from Bama.endzone. Who are your favorites to win the SEC East and the SEC West? Uh Georgia and Georgia Georgia and Alabama. That's mine. Yeah, Georgia. Alright, that was Alright, next. Tennessee projected standing from Bengals Legends. That's a good question. I think I, I, I'm guessing probably like um, the standings, like third place, fourth place. Where they'll yeah. finish in the, in the East, I think for football, they're going to finish third in the East, right ahead of Kentucky. Then in basketball, they're going to finish first or second in the SEC. Yeah, right. That sounds about right. So next from P 6 and Ryderburns13, what are your finals predictions? We're going to we're we're just gonna assume right. you're talking about the NBA, but I got yeah. So, Bucks for the East, Bucks for the East, Bucks are definitely going there for me. From the West, this is hard because I don't think the Lakers have the adversity to make it. The to Rockets. The I don't think the little Rockets have anything. I think it's the Clippers. I do not think the Nuggets are experienced enough. Cool. I don't think the Clippers yeah. have good cool enough chemistry. The Nuggets. So I'm gonna go with the Lakers, but I don't want to. And the Bucks, obviously. Win. I've got uh, Lakers, Lakers and the Raptors. Zero, they face zero adversity. The Raptors. I like it. There's, I got Lakers and Raptors. Bam. So last question: Is Dame better at Curry range than Curry from obviously the biggest Curry fan yes. on earth, yes, Matthew yes, Chris yes, Thirty? Yes, yes. Bigger than yes. flight. Bigger than flight. Yeah, bigger than flight. Way bigger than flight. It's like. He asks the same question every single week, and we answer pretty much the same thing every single week. So, yes, I think Dame is better than, at Curry range than Curry. <laughs> it's that simple. Honestly, it's close. I honestly really want to see, like, a deep three-point contest between Dame, Curry, and Trey. That would be just really fun. That's actually going to happen. Wait, seriously? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. Okay, that's cool. It better be televised. Anyways. It better yeah. be televised uh, on national it. TV. Nothing better I'd say to watch. Curry because he's yeah. Curry. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, Curry. I mean, Dame can't make those shots unless it's in clutch time. Right. Yeah. So I think that's it for this episode.
up. Yeah. We're going to have to split this into two parts yeah, again. Yes, so I think we will have to Just split, split this in two parts again to share it with you guys. But yep. thank yes. you all for listening to this episode. Make sure to stay tuned and listen to next week's episode. And, yeah, thank you. And, yeah. Goodbye.